What are some of the key causes of conflict on social media and how do we handle them? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Well, hello, my Dark Horse friends and family. Welcome back to your daily dose of social media learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you? Well, that's infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with another daily success episode on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur as we dive deep into success with actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game because we already know there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. All right, as you know, as we dive into social media this week, I wanted to pause, and I know everyone's always talking about all the awesomeness of social media and it it has lots of awesomeness that we will be covering and have covered already thanks to Jess and her inspiration but I want us to pause and think about some of the downside right I mean it's I guess you could say it, it creates this world of digital distraction but wouldn't it be awesome if it was just a place where you can go and hang out and and share and and engage with one another without having those without having people guide it towards negativity, right? Without having people going, well, you're stupid and your opinion is sucks. And uh, what? why did you say that? And why did you vote for that person? Or why did you market that product? Or why did you do this? Or why did you do that? Right? I mean, it's sadly, you know, I know it's not going to be like that anytime soon, if ever. But certainly, I think there are ways that we can identify some of the common causes of stress on social media. And then, of course, how we can address those so that our social media time can be a little more enjoyable and a lot less conflict oriented, right? And I think, uh, let's go with the first The first thought that pops into mind here is a lot of the conflict comes from seeing the world in absolutes, right? It's this or it's that. It's up or it's down. It's right or it's left, political or non-political, right? Um, We all need to remind ourselves that we, we are looking through our world or and the world through our own keyhole right our viewpoint is based on any myriad of factors from where we live how we've grown up the things we've experienced where we're at in our lives you know you can and then you could toss in education you your job status your social status your income level you know whether your what's your skin color what's your religion all these different factors play into our own viewpoint of the world and the keyhole by which we view the world through and as we as we think about that for a minute we have to realize this is kind of we're at risk of having our thinking trapped by this 
call it singularity of reality. And I want you just to pause and realize there are so many varied experiences out there. Um, I know I've been lucky enough to experience uh, a lot of different cultures and people and religions and just everything that's out there. I haven't experienced everything, right? But I've experienced enough to know that my one keyhole view of the world isn't always the perfect one. Heck, it's often sometimes not even the right one, right? And of course, I know I view my opinions through that keyhole, uh, but I try to keep my mind and my heart open enough to engage with others with a more accepting eye, right? Um, and if you step back and think about it, let's talk about just Facebook alone sometimes, right? Um, sometimes, let's say, our viewpoint is focused just on the country. Let's, let's go there. I mean, we've got lots of crazy things happening in 2020. You know, there's an election happening in the United States, a pretty polarizing election. So there are folks out there um, expounding their viewpoints on social media, and that's a country-centric. And then if you step it down one one step further, quite often it might be party-centric or person-centric to who it is they want to see uh maintain or maintain or attain the position of president the the election that's going on here in the United States and you know whether you believe your country's ways of doing things are the perfect way or even just the right way quote unquote I'm doing air quotes here um you're trying to set your the entire world by your standards and that can cause some major issues I mean there are issues Oh, gosh, out there that uh, other folks might say, yeah, I disagree with this or I disagree with that. And that's OK. Right. That That's the cool thing about uh, being alive today is that having an opinion is, is not a bad thing. Um, I mean, and there are really other hot topics, human rights, birth control. Right. There's all kinds of uh, major polarizing uh, absolute viewpoints out there. And then you get into uh, let's call them micro conflicts, right? Uh, we'll, we'll take a step down and say, um, well, is it ethical to neuter your dog, hmm, right? Or is it ethical or right to declaw your cat, right? So these are conflicts that uh, a lot of folks could have a major opinion on, and that could really fire um, fire up the uh, emotions of folks having these discussions. And then let's just step back for a minute and just think of Oh gosh, I know I've read a number of them. How many statements have you read that you know that the person issuing the statement or p- posting that statement on their social media didn't take a minute to realize, to understand that people from other countries, cultures, and backgrounds are going to read it, not may read it. They will read it. And it may be viewed as a an insult. Did they not care? Were they in the heat of the moment? Right. There's all these opinions and thoughts that go with something like that. I think at the end of the day, any social media platform that you're on um, is is a mode of communication. And it should be used as a mode of communication uh, to share thoughts, to share opinions openly, but then also to find out more and to add depth and range to your opinion and hopefully to the opinions of others, right? I was lucky enough and uh, um, I've had had and have people in my life where I can engage in thought-provoking, 
emotion provoking conversation and it's just that conversation now i've also been unlucky enough and had the other side of that table where you have start it starts off as a conversation it ends up being a debate or even an argument uh, you know, and i think it, when it gets to that point it's like okay well there's no winner here let's just uh, agree to disagree right which kind of leads me to the next one which is <sighs> taking the worst possible interpretation here's the downside and i know social media has grown uh, in its uh, capabilities since its uh, inception and uh, words are not the only tools on there but words i think are the primary uh, graphics have come into play video is now really becoming a big part of it uh, which is making it better to communicate because if you think about it words are probably the worst way to communicate uh, in their written form is what it only it's only expressing about what is it seven percent of what it is we mean the rest of what it is we're trying to communicate is made up in our body language right how we carry ourselves the the vocal inflections the tonality of the voice and even how the words are being said the speed at which we're saying them whether we're saying them slow to try to drive home a point whether really saying them fast because we're really excited about it right all these different things make up the other 93 percent so just typing the words i think quite often can enable make it a lot easier for something to be taken out of context or misconstrued so sometimes online, these misunderstandings, I think, happen as a result of that. Now, having said that, don't get me wrong. I know there are a number of folks out there that are just trolling uh, for something to jump on. Oh, I disagree with that. And, you know, and then they're all over it. And it could be something simple. It could be something complex. It could be something you're passionate about. Uh, be wary of those folks whose sole goal is just to engage you in a verbal tete-a-tete, -tete, right? Or a textual tete-a-tete, -tete, right? They just want to get on there and uh, rip and tear away at the very fiber of who you are on the inside. And sometimes there are folks that are just trying to correct a fact. You know, maybe you got a fact wrong. Someone may come in here, make a comment on, oh, Tracy, it's not 7%, it's 12% or it's 5%. Okay, that's cool. I'm not perfect. I get that. I won't be offended by that. Uh, but if you know your facts are right, you know, just share. Hey, here's the source of my facts. Here's how I know, you know, and, and, and what have you. But be prepared. They're going to be out there. They're going to jump all over it. You're going to say, hey, 12% of these people do that. And they're going to say, oh, actually, it's 11.9%. Yeah. For me, I think not engaging and say, okay, that's cool. I was using a rounding factor or, okay, I was told and here's my source or whatever it is. But, you know, engaging in the contextual tete-a-tete -tete or textual tete-a-tete -tete, uh, does neither of you any good. And I, I think you want to be wary of that because your personal profile, if you think about it, is a part of your brand. And uh, if you're on here doing entrepreneurial work, which I think you are because you're listening to this podcast, you're going to be using it to develop some an emotional connection, to build some trust and authority and a misstep. Right. And I'm not talking about uh, an intelligently and well handled uh, debate is a misstep. I'm talking about those vicious arguments that can ruin your standing and perhaps your business or 
it may show that you have a differing opinion than your tribe originally uh, thought. Maybe you're portraying that you're purple. And then this argument, it starts showing you showing, I don't know, yellow. And I'm just trying to use a, an example that won't fire up any conflict, but you know, maybe, maybe you're like, Hey, I'm all about Here's the perfect example, and I shared this previously about a, a coffee company we had been subscribers to to get coffee. They were all about uh, Second Amendment rights, and then come to find out, you know, an event happens, and the very CEO of the company starts uh, spouting on uh, on his socials almost anti-Second Amendment um, things. So now we're no longer customers of that organization, right? Because that's not what we believe. So here we are uh, looking for other coffee companies that align with our beliefs. And I think the last one I want to share right here is uh, fueling the fire. You know, I mean, so many folks will go out there and stoke the fire by sharing the conflict. Oh, right? Do you know what so-and-so said to me? Or look at this, you know, and they'll share a post or maybe a screenshot of it, uh, maybe with their tribe. Maybe that's their intention is to activate their tribe to come to their defense. Now their tribe comes to their defense and maybe jumps in in the conversation or comes into the the group or into the tweet and starts going, oh my gosh, that's not what they mean. It's, you know, so literally, if you think about it, a virtual mob is being formed uh, to support the viewpoints of the person that, let's say, you know, uh, originally organized them. Well, what's going to happen? Well, uh, the other side, a defensive force is going to be organized and mustered up and called to action, right? Now, what do you have? You got two groups of folks <laughs> digitally yelling at, you, at each other with digital megaphones and there's really no communication that is going on right and when you talk about communication i'm talking about effectively listening learning and understanding each other so when you gauge that those two mob mentalities you know i personally believe that there's no effective communication going on there and so sets the sun on an effective social media landscape right so uh, you know, avoid avoid going to your tribe and go and trying to muster up a force, you know, go to a, a trusted friend, right? Confidant, coach, mentor, and say, Hey, I was having this discussion, right? And get someone you know can actually have an, an intelligent conversation. And, and at the same time, perhaps it's a moment of, of growth for you because they may come and say, well, yeah, they may have a point. And you're like, Oh, well, darn. This is someone I trust telling me the same thing. Maybe I was in error. Okay. So this is a growth opportunity for you. And I'm not saying you need to go back and apologize to anybody unless you feel it was worth it. Uh, and especially if there's, you know, vitriol being tossed at you, uh, you know, maybe you can go in there and say, you know what? I did a little research and I found out X is right. And, uh, uh, I will modify my statement to affect that. Not really an apology, but that I think is something you would take on yourself. I think here's the thing for me. At the end of the day, we're all given the same thing. 1,440 minutes in our day to do with and uh, utilize as a resource at our disposal. Do we want to spend them 
battling these digital nomads, these digital trolls, or firing up these digital mobs to try and prove a point? Yeah. For me, I think the answer is no. I got too many other things I want to do and friends I want to hang out with and things I want to enjoy. And that is what I'm trying to use my social media for. I think you want to too. Let me know what you think. All right. So tomorrow we are going to be chatting about some creative ways to hype up a product on social media. All right. All right. I know you want to keep getting all these daily tips, so make sure you go on down there and hit that subscribe button. Drop us a five-star rating. Leave us some kind words in the comments. Heck, go ahead and leave us some unkind words if that's how you feel. I'm okay with that. And then come on over and hang out with us over in the Facebook group, right? Uh, go to facebook.com, put Dark Horse Tribe in the search bar. Come on in and join the conversation. If for some reason that's not, not working for you, go to your favorite web browser, type in darkhorseschooling.com backslash darkhorsetribe, all one word. That'll take you right there. Again, looking forward to meeting you in the group. All right, you get out there. You run your race and you let me hear about it. Come tell me about it in the Facebook group. Until tomorrow, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.